Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at ozarkfolkcenter.com. Hey everyone, I'm Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week we'll hear third-generation Carter family member Dale Jett reminisce about his famous musical family and hear some of the music he's playing these days. Also, author and folklorist Brooks Blevins will continue with the strange story of Connie Franklin. And we'll take a trip down to the vault to hear a song from the Simmons family recorded in 1973. That's this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. native of Southwest Virginia, Dale Jett is a third-generation member of the Carter family. The son of Jeanette Carter, grandson of A.P. and Sarah Carter, his roots have been heavily steeped within the heart of his family's musical heritage. Let's listen to Dale Jett performing live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park. We'll probably start out with a few, few old Carter family songs. This is a... They've been a big influence in my life. This is an old one called No Depression. Fear that hearts and our failing These are later days we know Great Depression now is spring God's word declared that it would be so Knowing land that's free from care Leave this world of toll and trouble My home's never
dark hour Midnight's near Tribulation Time will come Storm will hurl Midnight fear Sweep lost million Another girl I'm going where There's no depression To the lovely land That's free from care Leave this world We were a result more or less of a necessity when my mother was getting up in age and her health was failing. And my uncle, who helped her and performed with her, he his, he died before she did, and, and she needed someone to, as Uncle Joe said, scotch for her. So my, I started playing some and trying to help her, and then my wife took up playing bass, and Oscar, my longtime friend, that, which, hello stranger, is myself, my wife Teresa, and my friend Oscar Harris. And we started trying just to to help my mother, you know, just to play some backup to, to where she wasn't just out there by herself with an auto harp. You know, of course, then after she passed on, we just kind of kept playing. The song we're getting ready to do now is uh, another Carter family tune that uh, Dale's mother, was one of his, uh, her favorite songs. And uh, the title of this song is also on uh, Sarah Carter's gravestone uh, up at uh, Mount Vernon Church in uh, Mount Vernon, uh, Macy Springs, Virginia, and uh, it's called Anchored in Love. I found the sweet haven of sunshine at last. Jesus is abiding above. His dear arms around me are lovingly kept Sweetly tells of his love The tangent tempest goes over his own My anger is holding, I'm saving more What gladness, what rapture is mine The water's receding, his danger is past I'm in his happy My storm-eaten soul Sweet peace he has offered God bless his dear name Willow no longer roll The tangent tempest forever is over My anger is hoping I'll save evermore What gladness, what rapture is mine
much shall control me through life and in death. Completely I will trust to the end. I will praise him each hour of my last fleeting breath. And I'll sing of my soul's best friend. The danger tempest is never is over. What gladness, what rapture is mine The darkness receding, this danger is past I'm anchored in his hand, could I leave it at last I'm anchored in love divine I'm anchored in love divine My mother, Jeanette Carter she actually married Jimmy Jett, uh, and my mother and dad divorced when I was like a year old. But people asked me, said, why don't you, you know, go by Dale Carter? And I said, well, I said, I'm Dale Jett, you know, and I said, this is who I am. You know, AP and Sarah were my grandparents, and Maybell was my great aunt, and Jeanette was my mother. And, uh, you know, and I, I'm very appreciative of my heritage as a Carter, certainly, but I, I said, you know, too, I... Uh, you know, my daddy named me, <laughs> you know, when I, I, and I owe him a, a, a huge debt of gratitude as well. This is a song that uh, we learned from a gentleman from up in Patrick County, Virginia, which is a little bit north of, uh, of where we live. And uh, this guy's name was David Vi, Cal Farmer's Prayer. Standing at my door, please, Lord, 
snowflake turned back into a green Waterline is standing at my door Please, Lord I don't think the levee can take much more I don't think the levee can take much more We change some of the Carter family stuff, you know, that we, we throw in a minor key occasion. And people will ask me, they'll say, you know, that ain't the way that, you know, that ain't the way the original Carter family done it. And I, well, you know, when the original Carter family done it, they changed some things. AP done songs that were a lot of the stuff that AP, uh, he, he took traditional songs that he happened to be the first to copyright them, but they were traditional songs. But he put, his arrangement or, or his little twist on it. And I said, you know, I'm doing some of the same thing, or, or we are as, as Hello Stranger. I said, we're, we're putting a little twist on it to make it, you know, different and a little more fun to play. And I said, I don't think AP would have mind because, you know, he's doing the same thing. And, and I, I think that's what, you know, keeps music going. You reach a point that it's, you know, you just want to give up, and then when you get back to where it's fun again, <laughs> and then you just start saying, hey, I'm not, I'm not doing this for a living, I'm just doing it because I want to. You know, wherever it goes in, it's where it goes. Dixie, 
That was Dale Jett, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park. Stay with us. After the break, we'll be going down to the vault to hear a classic recording of the Simmons family from 1973. The Ozark Folk Center State Park has been having musical programs nightly since April of 1973. We have a vault downstairs where we keep copies of all these recordings. Our engineer, Mark Jones, is the keeper of the vault. He spends a lot of time down there. I don't know what all he's doing, but let's take a look down there and see what's going on today. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Oh, Dave, I'm glad you came down to visit. I'm, I've been walking around looking at all these shelves and all this material here, and I've realized that a lot of the music here has been passed down from generation to generation. There's so many family groups that sing because their parents did. You know, one of my favorite families is the Simmons family. Oh, Tommy and Jean and Pam. I remember them well. I, 
I think I first saw them in 1973 uh, on Folk Festival Weekend. Oh, it's it's some great stuff. Here's what I found. Would you like to listen to some of this? I sure would. This is a recording of one of my favorite songs that they were working on at that time. Bright morning stars are shining. An old song that we learned from a neighbor of ours. A lot of folks might know him. It's Albert Sands. Albert knows a lot of good old songs, and it came out of the little church down around the Gaylor, I think. And that's where he learned it when he was a boy. It's called Bright Morning Star to Riding. Bright morning stars are rising. Bright morning stars are rising. Bright morning stars are rising. And day is breaking in my soul. Boy, that's really pretty music. I remember them playing that exact song at that little craft show I went to back in 1973. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? It was a long time ago. And in fact, that's about the same time that I met the Simmons family. I came down here and took a class, a folklore class, from Jimmy Driftwood and Bess Wolf and stayed ended up staying at the Simmons family home. And I didn't know there was any girls involved until the next morning when Gene cooked a big breakfast and I walked in there to eat breakfast, looked around, and there was three of the prettiest girls I'd ever seen just my age. Mark, that brings back a lot of memories of the Simmons family singing back then, and Pam's still doing that song today, isn't she? She sure is. You know, that just the other night, Dave, she come over, sung on the show at the Folk Center, and uh, her voice, she hasn't lost one thing. She's just like all the rest of us, aged a little bit. But I believe Pam gets better with age than I sure do. Well, let's have a listen to Pam and Simmons singing Bright Morning Stars 42 years later.
That was Pam Simmons with the group Chinkapin, playing 42 years after she recorded it with her family, the Simmons family, in 1973. Mark, thanks so much. It's really fun coming down here. I'll see you again next week, okay? I hope so, Dave. You're welcome anytime. In my soul. Welcome back. That was a recording of fiddler Roger Fountain and the band Tall Timber playing Ragtime Annie on stage at the Ozark Folk Center State Park. Now let's get back to Dale Jett and Hello Stranger. We've been heavily influenced by the Carter family. Can't help that, but we probably do 60-70% Carter family stuff, and it kind of depends on the audience. and, and people don't really don't seem to tire of that, you know, the, uh, especially the older folks. But we do a, a, some original things, and then we uh, there's a lot of new, great new stuff out there, songwriters that I really admire, and we try to do stuff that, that influences us, the music that we admire. In the spring of 61, it's my mother. On a blue uniform, on full Lincoln side, I got caught by Johnny Red in the woods near Chapel Hill. Wish to God he'd kill. Kingsport, Johnson City, or in Tennessee, and Bristol is Virginia, Tennessee. It's kind of like Texarkana. It's one side of the streets, uh, Virginia, and the other side is Tennessee. In 1927, you know, Ralph Peer with the Victor talking machine, uh, he came to Bristol, and uh, they recorded, the Carter family recorded in August, and so did uh, uh, Jimmy Rogers. So that was a, 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 a very eventful session for, for uh, Peer. 
it was pretty commonplace back then for the record companies were competing for the rural, uh, you know, the country sound. And, and I think they realized that they had something there that the common folk uh, could relate to and, and would buy records. As poor as they were, they would still spend the money to buy a record. recently built a, uh, the Bristol Museum, which uh, it's a great museum dedicated to early country and uh, those early recordings in 27, the Bristol Sessions, which, you know, was referred to as the Big Bang in, in, in country music. And, and Johnny Cash said that it was, you know, the single most important event in the early history of country music. I mean, it, as you said, the branches just continue to, you know, to reach out. It's, it's pretty amazing. But and not only with the Carter family, but with uh, other performers that recorded in those sessions that they've still got ancestors and, and you know, grandkids and that are still playing music. So there's still a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, of interest in this music, but there's not, there's not a lot of places that are encouraging that. As you know, I mean, you, you know what a struggle you have here, you know, and I, like I say I admire what you're doing here because uh, uh, to me it's a very important, a very important thing. And I born to preach God's word. And I born to Yes, it I. broke up in the early 40s, you know, well, AP and Sarah divorced when they were on border radio in, in Texas on XERA, 
and Sarah remarried in like 1937, 38, but they continued to work together as a Carter family up until 1940. And then the outset of the war pretty much wound up their career, you know, in, in like 41, when the, the, you know, when World War II, uh, as a matter of fact, AP was in a, was going to be in a copy of Life magazine and they bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> and that ended that, uh, that got put on the back burner. So, and, and of course, Mother Maybell went on with Helen June and Anita and became Mother Maybell and the Carter sisters. They went to uh, Richmond, Virginia, and then they went to, uh, I think they went to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I know they went to Knoxville, and in Knoxville they picked up a, a guitar player named Chet Atkins. And then they went on from, I believe, from Knoxville to Missouri, maybe maybe St. Louis. I, I'm not sure, it was somewhere in Missouri, that, and then they went from Missouri to the Grand Ole Opry. And the story has it that when Maybell and the girls got on the Opry, or when they was invited to play the Opry, they didn't want Chet Atkins. And Maybell said, well, you know, you either take Chet or you don't take us, you know, he comes with us or we don't come. So they did, and then, of course, Chet changed the way everything was done in Nashville. So a lot of neat stories, but June, Maybell's daughter, of course, married Johnny Cash, and then there you got another whole era, and, uh, and of course, there's still Carlene, June's daughter, is still performing. She's a... Uh, 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 doing very well, and then John's daughter Roseanne has, has a wonderful career. Uh, so they're still, you know, carrying on. And and John and June's son, John Carter, he's he's starting to perform and, and do more of the the Cash and Carter stuff. So it's it's really good to see that it's it's not totally dead. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Dale Jett and Hello Stranger playing Rose in a Spanish Garden at the Ozark Folk Center State Park. After the break, folklorist Brooks Blevins gives the second part of his three-part series on the strange trial of Connie Franklin. On our last trip back in the hills, we heard a little turkey in the straw and met a man they called the Ghost of the Ozarks, the man who came back to testify at the trial for his own murder. But not everyone believed the man who claimed to be Connie Franklin was really Connie Franklin, in spite of his expert French harp playing. Our second installment of this story of music and murder in the Ozarks trades instrumentals for ballads. As it turned out, Connie Franklin was no slouch when it came to singing either. The young drifter who had allegedly been killed in 1929 loved to sing, and he loved to sing to the ladies especially. On the same day that the man claiming to be the real Connie Franklin played the harmonica for the man who was almost his father-in-law, he was escorted by lawyers and by Sheriff Johnson to a little house on the edge of Mountain View, Arkansas. Here, the sheriff and his wife, who was also his deputy, had arranged a lineup of half a dozen teenage girls, one of which was the girl to whom Connie Franklin had proposed earlier that year. They wanted to see if this fellow could identify her to see if he was who he said he was. As soon as they walked him into the parlor, the man who claimed to be Connie marched right up to his former sweetheart, Tiller, but she was incredulous. 
She would later admit that this fellow bore a strong physical resemblance to her old beau, but something just didn't seem right, and she refused to admit he was not an imposter. Connie Franklin proceeded to regale her and the crowd of onlookers with intimate details of their courtship. You remember that song I sung you when we were sitting on that creek bank? She did. It was their song, The Trail of the Lonesome Pine. He sang the first verse. According to one reporter who was in the parlor that afternoon, the song brought tears to the teenage girl's eyes. But she stuck by her story that something was different about this character, that he wasn't the Connie Franklin she had known and loved. The mystery and the music didn't end there, though. The case went to trial a few days later, and the trial quickly turned into a community referendum on the identity of the man who testified at the trial for his own murder. Defense attorneys produced a steady stream of witnesses who swore that the grinning, disheveled fellow alive and well in the courtroom was the Connie Franklin they had known. The prosecution supplied an equal number of people willing to put a hand on the Bible and declare him an imposter, an actor in a cruel hoax played by the defense and the families of the four men accused of murder. One of the prosecution's witnesses was a boy named Hoyt, a little brother of the teenage girl in this story. On the stand, Hoyt testified that the Connie who had courted his sister loved to sing a funny song called You Gotta Quit Kicking My Dog Around. Only the Connie he had known earlier that year always pronounced the word dog, dorg. He always sang You Gotta Quit Kicking My Dorg Around. But, Hoyt claimed, when he asked this Connie, the one here in the courtroom, to sing the song for him a few days ago, this Connie didn't sing about no dorg. He sang dog just as plain as day. So young Hoyt, like his sister and his father, dismissed the Connie Franklin in the courtroom as a fake, a low-down, shameless imposter, a good one, you better know it, but a fraud nonetheless. Well, the Ozark trial of the century came to an end a couple days after Hoyt's testimony, and the covey of reporters whose stories spread from coast to coast caught the Sillimore train for home. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the verdict was. It's all there in my book, Ghost of the Ozarks. And as we say in the Ozarks, I don't aim to run it for you. What I will do is tell you what happened to the Ghost of the Ozarks, the fellow who came back to testify the trial of his own murder, the fellow who may or may not have been the real Connie Franklin, the fellow who may or may not have been an imposter. But I'll have to wait until next time to finish this story. Until that next trip back in the hills, let me introduce you to the late Aunt Ollie Gilbert of Timbo, Arkansas. Here's her version of the Hound Dog song, or You Gotta Quit Kicking My Dog Around, a true Ozark original recorded by Max Hunter in 1970. Every time I go to town, the boys are kicking my dog around. It makes no difference it is a hound. I got to quit kicking my dog around. Old young dog, old cuss. Come along and follow us. And as we drove by old Johnson's store, a bunch of boys came out the door. Old Jimmy run behind a box. They pound on him with a bunch of rock. Hey there, that's my dog. Every time I go to town, the boys are kicking my dog around. It makes no difference, it is a hound. I got to quit kicking my dog around. Hey there, that's my dog. Now let's go back to the live performance by Dale Jett and Hello Stranger at the Ozark Folk Center State Park. A friend of ours from up in Scott County, America.
walks in darkness, but he has not seen the light. Now we'll bridge him troubled waters, save her by my side. When the revelation comes, when the revelation comes. Oh, the rich man lives on quicksand, but the house is almost done. It's mansion in the sky will ride, watched him sinners run. When the revelation comes, when the revelation comes, when the revelation comes, we will see its will be done. Heaven shall it be right here on earth, and the first shall be the last, and the last shall be the first. Everyone is judged by what he's really worth. Really. Acapella song. It's another Civil War ballad. Come, all ye gallant soldiers, a story I will tell. Hey, about a bloody battle on top of Shallows Hill. It was an awful struggle, it will cause your heart to chill. All from the bloody battle on top of Shallows Hill. It was about the hour of sunrise, the battle it began. 
Before the fight was over, we fed them hand to hand. The hollers of that battle did my soul with anguish fill. All for the dead and dying on top of Shadow's Hill. Twas about the hour of sunrise, the battle it began. Before the fight was over, we fed them hand to hand. The hollers of that battle did my soul with anguish fill. All for the dead and dying on top of Shadow's Hill. Twas early the next morning, we fifty fight again. Unmindful of the wounded, unuseful to the slain. The cannon smoke did hide the sun. Ten thousand was a kill. And the streams of blood went running on top of Shallow's Hill. My uniform of blue, it was turned to a purplish red. When someone on a foaming steed did strike me on my head, I sent a bullet to his heart and as he fell away, I saw the face of my father dressed in bloody gray. And although we won that battle, my heart is full of pain. For the one that brought me to this life, I will never see again. I pray to my Lord, consistent with his will. Lord, save the souls of them poor boys that died on Shiloh's hill. The Carter Fold, as it began in 1974, and my mother, Jeanette, when she had, I was like 17 years old, and my mother got us raised. She, she got her children raised, and then she said, now I'm going to go back and do what I wanted to do, music. And I thought she was crazy. And uh, she started having music in the little museum in, in AP's, well, it, it's a museum now, but AP, it was actually a little grocery store, a little country grocery store. And she started having shows every other Saturday. And then it evolved into every Saturday. And then it evolved into we had to add on to the building. And then in 1976, my uncle built a bigger building, which it was A.P. Carter's store, and, and then from 74 to 76. And then in 76, it became the Carter Family Fold. And that's what it's been ever since. And my mother ran it until my mother's death. She died in 2006. My sister Rita Forrester still runs the, the, the Carter Fold, and it's still every Saturday night and still doing, uh, you know, traditional music, much like, you know, what you're, same thing, what you're trying to preserve here, you know, the uh, old traditional mountain music. Uh, and and it's still, uh, it's, it's influenced, well, it influenced me, and it's influenced a lot of, uh, of young musicians that have went on to, you know, to some prominence and, and uh, uh, and it's still continuing to do so. Well, yeah, and you know, you've had revivals of, of, of that 
type music throughout the years. I mean, I know, like, because I, I, I know you mentioned something to me that you're trying to get young artists here uh, that, you know, when young kids come and see people their own age doing this music, suddenly it's cool. But when they come and see old people like myself, uh, you know, grandpa and grandma, and they, they, it's hard for them to relate to that music in their own you know, to take up the torch and, and, and you don't have to do it like we done it or like our grandparents done it. Take it and build on it and, and make it yours, you know, but don't let it die. We're going to close out with this song, one that I'm sure you all know. It's another old Carter family song. Will the circle be unbroken? I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw the first come rolling for to carry my mother away. Will the circle be unbroken by and by? Will the circle be unbroken? 
Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Dale Jeff, hello, stranger. Thank you. That's it for this week's show. Be sure and tune in next week for more great music and folklore from the Ozarks. And if you have comments or questions, feel free to contact us at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. I'm Dave Smith. So long, everybody. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. More information online at ArkansasStateParks.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.